What's up, Pharmacy Nation? I'm Pharmacy Joe. Thank you for being a listener of the Elective Rotation, a critical care and hospital pharmacy podcast. This is episode 678. In this episode, I'll discuss the rare case when a very hypotonic solution may be indicated. I have all the evidence supporting today's show linked up in the show notes at pharmacyjoe.com slash episode 678. A recent commentary published in American Journal of Health System Pharmacy argues for abandoning the use of extremely hypoosmolar IV solutions to treat hypernatremia. The authors consider extremely hypotonic solutions to be 0.225 sodium chloride, also called one quarter normal saline, and sterile water for injection. Both of these solutions have a high risk of hemolysis. In addition, Quarter normal saline must be compounded, which comes with a risk of compounding error. The authors correctly point out that dextrose 5% and water is an isotonic solution that provides the necessary free water to treat acute hypernatremia without the risk from the extremely hypotonic solutions. Death has occurred with the administration of sterile water and hemolysis of about 25% appears to occur with quarter normal saline. In addition, the authors make the point that avoiding dextrose-containing solutions in patients with hypernatremia and hyperglycemia out of concern for worsening hyperglycemia is not worth the risk of hemolysis when glucose levels can be so easily controlled with insulin infusion protocols. The authors conclude for treatment of hypernatremia, the time has come to abandon the use of sterile water for injection and sodium chloride solutions of less than 0.5% that require sterile compounding. There is only anecdotal evidence purporting their benefits, which is offset by anecdotal evidence documenting their substantial potential for harm. These are reasonable recommendations, and using dextrose 5% instead of sterile water or cordial normal saline will effectively provide enough free water to treat hypernatremia in almost all patients. There is, however, a rare instance where 5% dextrose might not lower a patient's sodium at all, and a more hypotonic solution will be required. If the rate of dextrose infusion is high enough and insulin is not able to control a patient's hyperglycemia, it is possible for glycosuria to develop. Glycosuria will increase electrolyte free water loss and slow down or stop altogether the rate of decrease in serum sodium. If this occurs, it should first be managed by slowing down the rate of dextrose infusion. However, that may also slow down the rate of sodium correction. In such a scenario, a hypotonic solution with less than 5% dextrose may need to be used. I have encountered this scenario only once in my practice, and the patient was treated instead with dextrose 2.5%. Unfortunately, the data for this is limited to anecdotes and expert opinion only. Whether hemolysis would occur with 2.5% dextrose is unknown, as far as I can tell. If using this therapy, I'd strongly consider monitoring the H&H and looking for signs of hemolysis and switching back to 5% dextrose as soon as possible. To access my free download area with 20 different resources to help you in your practice, go to pharmacyjoe.com slash free. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode of the Elective Rotation.